podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppin Crackers. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Copper Fracker, proudly powered by Twisted Media Group. I'm your host for this week, Chris. Um, just a few things we're going to plug before we get into the nitty gritty of things. Uh, quick plug for the Twisted Fracker YouTube channel. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you subscribe on YouTube. So head over to youtube.com forward slash Twisted Fracker. We need your subscriptions, and of course, you want to see our lovely handsome faces and all the lovely handsome faces of the other people on the other pods, of course. Um, so go over, subscribe. And just enjoy all the content that we've got on. There's a lot of great stuff on there, so please head over and check that out. And if you also want to hear a little bit more of us over here, Copy and Fracas, get to know us on a bit more of an intimate level, see all our different opinions on all things LFC, please do subscribe to our Patreon page. Um, you will get a whole host of content that we've got on there already and a whole host of stuff we've got planned coming up for the next month or so. So please head over to patreon.com forward slash cop and fracas that is patreon.com forward slash cop and fracas and do subscribe to our patreon page today for exclusive content from us here at cop and fracas uh today i'm joined by a cast of all stars <laughs> breathe <laughs> oh mate i've been i've been hosting webinars at work for the past two weeks and it's like my my, 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 my batman job is mixed in with my normal job so mad <laughs> It's mad, man. But uh, as you can hear, I am joined by an all-star cast of Cop and Fracas members. You heard the lovely voice of the fabulous Farhi. I also have the glamorous glam. I also yep. have the amazing Anik. And I'm joined by the extraordinary Alice. And I am your host, Krish. So let's get stuck into everything. 
Um, eventful weekend, to say the least. Uh, Saturday, we all sat down at half 12, gathered around uh, IPTV boxes because, you know, we don't pay for BT Sport on this podcast unless BT Sports are listening and we all have subscriptions. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Merseyside Derby came out and we might as well just get stuck into it. Um, it was a 2-2 draw um, for the, in the record books, but in our hearts, it was a 3-2 win. Um, Fahi, I'll come to you on this one. We're gonna we're gonna try and talk about the performance until we get stuck into all the other um, meaty shit that we're gonna have to talk about and make us sound like cry, cry babies to the outside world, etc. So, in terms of the actual performance and how Liverpool played in what is usually you know the most hostile environment that you could possibly go to, as we said last week, Lonsdale shoes flying all over the place. I was half expecting them to just come through the Gladys Street um, mm. as soon as uh, Salah scored. So, how do you feel that we performed? as a unit, coming off the back of that 7-2 loss from Aston Villa as well, more importantly? I mean, I, th- I think based off what we saw against Aston Villa, it was a completely different performance. Um, the boys were like, they were raring to go within the first 20 seconds. Like, I was super impressed with the intensity straight away. Um, that They were going for it and obviously we scored within the first, what, was it two minutes? So, yeah, I, I mean, we started off super well. The performance in general was in my opinion, a good performance. Obviously, there were defensive lapses. Um, the lapses in question could be due to personnel playing. Um, you know, one member of the centre-back team wasn't exactly match fit that he was playing. Um, Which yeah, one? I, well, it's, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you, could, you could say both weren't match fit, really. Um, but yeah, one definitely wasn't match fit. So defensive lapses were expected, plus... If we're honest, Everton have been good this season going forward. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Richarlison, James Rodriguez, they were always going to cause some problems. So that's not too surprising. In general, I was happy with the performance from the team. I I think we all feel as if we were robbed um, in that game. So I've not got too much to complain about in terms of the performance. It was good enough and I'm sure we're going to get into more detail. Yeah, I think that's 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 so well put. Um, El, I'll come to you. Performance from the weekend, and when we've had a little bit of contention of who we've who we're giving grades for in terms of player performances. Um, so, so for you, who were the key standout performers for that game on Saturday? Uh, midfield, well, Thiago and Hendo played well. Robo played very well. Mane and Salah played very well. Played well for me. Um, I thought they stood out, especially especially Thiago and Hendo. I thought Hendo was just too powerful for Andre Gomez. He could have handed him. Um, it, it, you look, sorry to interject, Al. It was. It, I thought it was quite criminal what Hendo did. What Hendo did to that young man was really ran a train on him, mate. Absolutely. Pause. Yeah, pause. I was supposed to have my pause. Um, yeah, he was. He just looked too big, too strong for him. Um, the call had done all right in regards to trying to marshal Tiago, but after I just got tired, the movement passing was a bit too much for him. Um, again, the, the front. Throughout the front three played really well. They were um, really explosive. To be fair, Firmino played okay. There's a bone of contention in there. He played, played all right. Um, Robo done really well going forward and defending well. And yeah, I thought I thought those those were the standouts for me. Personally. No, I think mean, that's that. Those are really good key points. Um, Anik, I'll come to you next. Um, Alice highlighted the key mid performance from that game as the midfield, and especially Thiago more than anyone. Um, so I'm going to say to you, from that game, were you impressed with him? I know you are the resident Thiago sceptic, <laughs> the Thiago heretic, if you will. Um, so I think first half, um, 
the whole midfield, I thought they were just, they weren't too, I don't, I don't think they were too sure of their role, how to sort of interchange between each other, who's going to be sitting, who's going to be pushing. I think between, I think even before the start of the game, we said between Fab and Thiago, who's going to be doing what role. Um, but it's weird though, because I thought we had the better chances in the first half as a result of um, the midfielders. Um because I saw Thiago getting forward. I saw um, Hendo had put put in a sterling performance. But second half, I have to put my hands up. Like, yeah, he put in he put in a really good shift. Um, and I think, yeah, you you guys are right. He 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 was he was controlling the tempo of the game. Thiago, um, the, the whole midfield. I thought we we definitely had had our number of, of Everton there. Um, yeah, I, I, I was pretty happy with the midfield, and I think. Moving forward, we should probably look to have this three as our as, as our strongest midfield, definitely for the next few games. Much would uh, for for sure. I mean, Thiago was absolutely sublime to the point where they actively tried to murder him uh, before the game finished. So that's a, that's a testament how good he was. Um, it's got to the point with him for me at the moment. I just want to get back in the ground so I can watch this fella play football. Some of the stuff he can do on the ball is just absolutely sublime. Some of the stuff he was doing on the turn as well, which I didn't I, I didn't really think he had, was just sensational and you know thankfully he's avoided a serious injury and he'll be back in the team in due course and I'm just looking forward to seeing him run run wild in the Premier League going forward uh, Glam come to you on this um, you were one of the more vocal critics of the team as a whole and the coaching staff uh, from the 7-2 loss of Villa so with yeah. this game, there was a lot riding on it for yourself in terms of being impressed from what you saw. Were you impressed with what you saw first and foremost? And has it given you hope going forward into the season even more that we can retain the league? Yeah, um, I expected a reaction. Um, and we definitely got a reaction. Um, I was I was impressed with the intensity how we started the game. Um, it was pressing really well. Obviously, Mane was um, back as well. So we expected that. But you know, we, we, we pressed from the off, um, even with Van Dijk. He, he had, like, two strong challenges. He made them aware that he was there. And I, I was optimistic about the game, I can't lie. And um, going on through the game, I know, see, I know Fabinho played the six, Thiago played further forward, um, and Henderson. Um, I thought in the first half, Thiago was OK. Um, I think that... Um, I think the role... I didn't really see him get on the ball enough. I, thought, I think the more balls going past him where Fabinho was obviously dictating. But in the second half, he grew on. Um, and and it said, I think I was. that's not the three I would have picked, if I'm honest. But looking at it, they did do well together. Like Henderson, he was he was impressive for me. Uh, I'm, I'm not one of Henderson's biggest fans, but he was superb. He was superb from the um, from the start to the finish. But yeah, I was happy. I was happy with the response. Apart from the result, that aside, I was happy with the performance. Oh, this is all good stuff. I mean, I ask you all as a collective, really. For, for me, I want, I did the fool's thing of watching it back yesterday because I thought, you know what, I'll watch it back, see if there's anything I missed out. And mm. injury aside to one of our best players, which we'll, we'll talk into shortly, I'm confident now watching back of it in how we responded, how we acted as soon as everything went down. And... To not, to not only the 7-2, but to the stuff that was happening in the game as well. I'm quite confident that we'll win the league again. I'm not going to say we'll piss it like we did last year, but I'm confident that we will do enough and we have the, the resources available to us in terms of players and mentality to win the league again. 
So I'm going to ask you all and put you on the spot because we've not really discussed, we've, we've kind of discussed this a little bit in the group chat, but we've not discussed it as a whole. Did that performance mm. give you comfort going forward that we've got enough to win the league in this season? And Nick, we'll start with you. I'd have to contact me first. Defensively, no, I said, I said it in the group chat actually that, you know, goals win you games and you can be as strong as you want up front. But defences win you titles. Um, I, to be honest with you, right now I don't think we're good enough defensively. Um, Is anyone though? Is what I'll say that's back to you. The, that, that's the only thing, and because no one else is better, is really good defensively, makes me think that you know. I I think we're, we're just about good enough to win the league. We're not going. It's, it's not going to be ninety points. It's probably going to be mid eighties that wins you the league this year. You move you move like Boris right now, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, okay. You, you want to answer? We're gonna, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll win it. Um, we won't storm. We won't storm the league, but I think yeah. we're just about doing off. Um, defense a massive concern for me, though. Massive concern. Um, yourself? Yeah. Um, I think, I think we can win it. I think we will. I think we will win it. I have to say we will win it because we're we're the, we're the champions. And I know, obviously, Van Dyke's um, the major, major, major loss. But I think with Van Dyke, we had that um, that gap of 25 points. Yeah, it went down to 18. With Van Dyke not being there, that gap might be down to three, four points. But we'd be good enough to win it. I'm looking at the other team. City don't look good. Do you know what I mean? I know um, Everton have started well, but we should have, we should have beat them on, on, on um, Saturday. Um, you know, Villa up there as well. They're not going to last long. Spurs have been impressive. So, for me, we're, we're going to win the league. There's no doubt about it. It's just obviously a bigger loss that obviously Van Dijk's not there. Does it give you comfort that Alisson will be back sooner rather than later? Well, yeah, that's, def- that's definitely one of the things because with our journey and goal, you can't have the defence and you can't have a keeper like that that no one trusts. Let's be honest, they don't mm. trust him. But, yeah. you know, um, yeah, Alisson back. It just, it just brings some solidity back to the, the back line and Martian. I think with him behind there, the guys in front, Matip Gomez, whoever it would be, they'll be. Um, I think it will give confidence to them to. Um, I mean, have a have a better season, and obviously they're going to do it. Van Dijk as well. They rallied around, which I suspect they do. I think they'll be more motivated now than ever. Love it, rallying, rallying, cry from glam there. Fahi, coming to you, mate. Give me some positivity. The power of positivity. Yeah. No. Um, I. I... I still feel as if we're gonna win the league. Like that, that that's not really um, in question for me. I think it's more the case of how comfortable it's gonna be, and it's not gonna be comfortable. Like it's, it's clear as day, it's not gonna be comfortable. Um, I know, I know some of our naysayers are saying, you know, Liverpool are vulnerable defensively, so that's why they're not gonna win the league. But who isn't vulnerable defensively? Every team in the league looks shit defensively. They're all conceding goals, so. I mean, just based off that alone, I don't worry too much. But it's just crucial that Alisson stays fit and our front three stay fit. As long as those four players can stay fit, I don't worry too much. Because ultimately, we need a keeper that can, you know, save us when we need him to save us rather than relying on Adrian. And we need the front three to score more than we're conceding. Yeah. And if those, if, if the front three aren't there, then we're not going to do that. So um, it does rely... It, it obviously depends on players, which is obviously obvious. Um but yeah, we're probably not going to cruise it. It, it. Like 
and it said it's going to be mid 80s, 85 points, 86 points. Um, yeah, I, I don't worry too much about it. The performance against Everton kind of showed me that, you know, we're still about that life. Like we can pan teams. It's the circumstances aren't going our way right now. That's all it is. Totally agree. I agree with everything you said. Al, last but not least. Yeah, same really. Um, I still feel we're in the league. Um, we'll drop points if Adrian plays. The more Adrian plays, the more points we drop, especially with no Van Dijk. But I feel, I feel that we're still in the league. We're still playing the same way. Um, yeah, it'll be a bit difficult. Yeah, we're not going to pam teams as before, but we've still got enough within us to do it. Love it. Love the confidence you've got, boys. Um, I want to come to you quickly on Everton's second goal, uh, more than the first one, because the first one was just poor set-piece defending, more than anything. Um, allowing people to leap up like Salmons and score ahead as well. We've got a bloody scarecrow in goal who didn't want the ball aimed right at him. Um, for the second goal, Fahi, I'll come to you first mm. on this one. Not assigning, assigning any blame, but mm. who could have done better there from a defensive point of view? I mean, you can you can look at three of the four defenders in, in that phase of play. I mean, you can look at Trent, you can look at Robertson, and you can look at Gomez. They all they all could have done better. Um, again, there's no point laying blame on anyone. Dominic Calvert Lewin is lethal in the air. Like no one's going to outjump him in our team. That is it, it yeah. is what it is. Like <laughs> like this is the thing. Like we're, we're complaining that you know Robbo didn't do enough. But what is Robbo really going to do apart from try and put him off? Calvert Lewin leaps so high, it's mad. Like he's got, he's got a vertical on him. It's like 99 Vince Carter. Bruh, it's quite bruh, the, the guy leaps like Cristiano Ronaldo. Like it is. His, his leap is so high. So um, yeah, <laughs> I, you 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 can't fault it too too much. I mean, it looked poor, but ultimately, I don't really know what anyone really would have done against Calvert Lewin other than pulled him down. If Robertson touched him or like grabbed him, like obviously he was close to him, he kind of tapped him but didn't go any further. If he grabbed him, it would have been a penalty. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I, I wouldn't lay blame on anyone, but I, I think in terms of positioning, three of the four could have done much better. Um, the only one that wasn't at fault was probably Matip in that scenario. I know that pains you to say it because the agenda is uh, it's quite strong. Well, what, on Matip? Yeah. Yo, <laughs> no, listen, my agenda is quite simple with Matip. You know, good lad, um, but he's not dependable. No, completely agree. We've seen him. Yeah. We've seen it this week. Like we've seen it this weekend. Like he, he's not going to play in tomorrow. So you know, what can I say about him? In terms of his ability, I think he's proven me wrong. He's he's more than capable to oh, like, start for our defense. But the fact is, how many times a season are we going to see him? Right now, I don't know if I'm going to see him more than Van Dyke. He's got the rest of the season to kind of sort of <laughs> play more than Van Dyke. But are we going to see that? And we all laugh, but it's true. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, ain't that bad, man. You lot now it is, man. It is. Now it's bad. <laughs> Matt Ma- Ma- Tip's appearances are, are terrible, and I don't really did understand. You, did it. you ever have that? Did you ever have that one mate at school where he'd like to have the random absences? And, like, he'd yeah, that was me. About, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 fair yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I lost that friend. <laughs> yeah, that was me. But yeah, like Matt doesn't even play international football. Yeah. Which is the boggling thing. That was the, thing, the funniest thing was like when we were thinking, is Matip going to play? And we're like, nah, there's no way he's going to play. First game since the restart in June? Nah, there's no, no chance. Comes in and plays. And I'm like... It was great. It was, it was fantastic. 
And he's like, oh, okay, cool. He has to go for a scan. Again! Like, let you just have one? It's, yeah. it's so infuriating. And we'll, we'll cover the sense of actions in a, bit, in a bit more detail later on. But L, this is going to be a bit of a weird one. With that goal, if Allison's in goal, do you think Calvert-Lewin scores? Mainly simply because the command of area that Allison has. I'm not saying he's going to come out, he's going to punch the ball 67 yards like Rainer used to. But the, he takes the risk. He's a goalkeeper with bollocks, big bollocks, pause. And the awe around him in that goal means he's probably going to come out for that. Cleanly or not, he'll get a hand to it. Do you think the outcome is a little bit different if Allison is in goal? Yeah, I don't think he comes out for it, bro. I just think he's got better positioning, better feet, moves his feet quicker. Um, if you if you look at the goal from behind the camera behind him, behind Adrian, the ball goes in the net. Then he decides to react. Yeah, he went in slow motion. That's the. <laughs> I think like, he, well, that he man moved like it was like minus point you know five. Yeah. So I, I think Adrian um, Allison shifts his feet to to the right. Yeah, so he shifts his feet like a bit to the right, makes it safe. Strong strong wrists. So I, I feel that they don't score. And even then, Kamani probably does come out and try and try and clatters everyone. Everybody gets. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel that that goal doesn't go in if Alice's in goal, to be fair. Just in time for the holidays, fill your home and your season for less at HomeDepot.com. With up to 40% off a wide assortment of select bedding and bath linens. Update your bed or bath online, right from the comfort of your own cozy couch. Even get free delivery and flexible returns. How's that for holiday cheer? Up to 40% off. Holiday home decor improved from HomeDepot.com. How doers get more done. Online only. Free delivery on select items $45 or more. Visit HomeDepot.com for more information. Would you all trade your respective PlayStation 5 pre-orders in to have Allison back ASAP? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to give him my shoulders, to be fair. (laughs) <laughs> less, less cost then so yeah. you've won <laughs> yeah, I don't really need my shoulders you can have them you know what I'm anything else for anyone else for anything else in regards to the performance and it, actions from the derby anyone you want to well, praise think, anyone you want to yeah. critique I'm sorry Chris we, we, I, I need to bring up the, the second goal because if I want to put the blame on someone for that in my view it has to be Trent and 100%. I know Carragher picked this out on Monday Night Football but DCL is their biggest weapon you know he scored the most goals this year he scored like seven goals I think five of which have come from a header yeah. as a bare minimum we need to stop the ball from coming into the box we know that Van to be fair I'll give, I'll give him a bit of benefit of the doubt we did a very good job of kind of cutting off the because yeah. the whole game plan for the entire game was um, just to <laughs> yeah. kind of it was like he, he just he just stood the cross up though, and yeah, fair but, enough. But, like he's such a he he's he's amazing in the air, but at least try and stop the ball from coming in. Yeah, but I didn't see. I didn't come. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up. Like, well, no, um, no, far he said like he's got a good leap. He has got a good leap, but get on his toes. You're giving a man with a good leap a chance to jump. That's ridiculous. It's a robot was on his toes. He wasn't. He wasn't. Gomez and Robo weren't. Bro, Gomez Gomez didn't know where um DLC was. Yeah, and Robo just looked at him. I'm not. I'm not saying win the header. I'm saying stop him from jumping. That's yeah. That's okay. Yeah, but he, he's jumped with him though. Bro, he hasn't. <laughs> he, he has. He's right he, next to him. He's right next to him and tapped him. 
He looked at him and tapped him, fam. Yeah, but he's right next to him, though, so he's going to try to put him off. What, he, what, he, what he just literally do? done that. He yeah, but he can't, leap, he, he can't leap that high. Bro, he, he doesn't have to. That's what I'm saying. Just get on his toes. Don't allow him to leap. I'm not saying he's doing, win the... He's done something. I think, yeah, he's going to get on his toes, but it's all good saying that then, but... I don't know, man. I, Ellis, I feel like you've been harsh because ultimately Bro. all Robertson really could have done is jumped with Calvert Lewin exactly. and lo- yeah, lost yeah. in the air. Yeah, but he would have lost in the air. He would have lost in the air anyway. But bro, bro, listen, if you jump with him, it gives him something to think about. Therefore, he's not going to get a clean-cut header. Yeah, no, fair, mate. fair, fair. He's got a clean-cut header, bro. Mate, don't make Calvert Lewin, yeah? He, 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 regardless of who's next to him, he's leaping to win that ball. Anything not... after, whether he gets touched, whether he gets brought down, is nothing, not in his mind. His oh. sole focus is mm. to win that header. Yeah, so that's... whatever anyone does, it doesn't matter. You might no, do that's something what I'm saying. He has to do that. Robertson, what Robertson did, my, my thing to do, obviously, go back to Fahi, I'm taking Robertson out of the equation of the blame. I'm blaming Trent, I'm blaming Matip, and I'm blaming Gomez. Those three are culpable for me. Because, yeah, yeah, it's no, no, no. Is that even harsh? I tell you why. It's dumb. I tell you why Matip's culpable. Yeah, this is where you get like from men, from boys, for me. Yeah, if you're six foot, or you're seven foot, whatever you are. Yeah, you're on that football pitch. You look across your back line. Yeah, you're the biggest guy on that pitch. You should be looking at strikers. Hold on, Rich Harlison's there and Dominic Calvin Lewin. Your mentality should be, I'm going with Dominic Calvin Lewin. That is it. That is it, yeah? So, even though Trent has fumbled, I don't know what he's done over that side, it's poor, poor defending, I think he, he's expecting Matip, no, we've got Matip, at least Matip be challenging, not Robertson. As a leader, I'm not exempting him from it. At the end of the day, the biggest guy on the pitch, Gomez can't, ain't got a great lead. Gomez was in no man's land, and Robertson was the only one that was to challenge him. Where was Matip? Their first goal, where was Matip? Who was he marking? Van Dijk has gone off the pitch. You are the biggest guy on the pitch. Who are you marking? I don't understand. Your structures can't be to mark the smallest guy. He he is culprit. He's the culprit for me. He's so one of the main so, ones for me. So glam. So, okay, glam. So you're telling me you're saying Matip should have left Ricardson alone in the box. Swap. Swap. Wait, 100%. wait. You're saying 100%. you should have. No, there's no reason to swap. You don't have to swap. You're marking. You're marking. You're marking that guy. He's no, you shouldn't mark that. that. You don't need to mark that guy, though. Bro, bro, the it's bu- not about... It's not I understand about that. The build-up play... Can you see the build-up play? They can assess it's from the right-hand side, yeah? The build-up play, Matic is looking at the build-up play. So, Gomez, it, they could have interchanged from time. That's one. There's no communication there. There's no communication there. But at no point should Matic not be marking Dominic Calvert-Lewis. Why? Why? You might as well put Milner instead of back then. What Gomez, the Gomez. Why was he picked? Why was Matic picked? Listen, Glam. Answer the question. Why was Matt? Anyone can ask me. Why was Matt picked for that game? You think? I, I don't know. We ain't got no one else to play, man. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> almost it, but I know. I know why Matt was picked. They're physical. Yeah, in terms of the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. In terms of the yeah. look at the size of them, they're physical. Okay. And glam. what what jewels did he win? Apart glam. from the head that he scored. That's okay. my point. Oh, glam, glam. Go on. Calvert Lewin and Gomez are probably the same height. No, they're not. No, they're not. How tall do you think Calvin Lewin is? He's not the same height. I, 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 I mean, I have to get my my ruler out, but they're not the same height. How how tall is he? But either way, can is Joe is Joey Gomez good in the air? Has he ever scored for us? It doesn't matter. He's a centre back. It doesn't matter. It's just game plan. You don't expect Joey Gomez to mark Calvin Lewin. 
I can't. I can't do believe. You, do you? Do you? Do you? Know, you know. Okay. You know. You know. I can't believe that you're. Gomez is taller than Calvert Lewin, by the oh way. Oh my Jesus Christ! Okay. Gomez is say, taller than him. Okay. So he's taller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Gomez good in the air? No. What? So what would you want? Is Calvert Lewin good in the air? Yes. What? What? So, so what do you want, Ellis? What do you want? I don't. I, I just want him to, you know, stop him from jumping. Oh That's my gosh, bro! You. Uh, you love people. Is, no, no, there is. Two valid arguments here, in all honesty. I mean, Glam's got a point, obviously. Matip is brilliant, seems to be more aerially dominant. But Alice is also saying that Gomez needs to be more aggressive, aerial. And aware. Yeah. And aware. And aware. Yeah. But, he ain't, but he hasn't shown us that, though. So I don't know why we're expecting This is the thing now for Gomez, though. It's trip or drown. You know what I mean? You've not got, you've not got, got, you've not got Van Dyke to hold your hand. You're a big man now. Yeah. Still he's, been cruising. <laughs> he's, he's, been, he's been cruising for 18 months, man. But, but he's they been all cruising. have been cruising. Listen, now, yeah. no, no, but Gomez especially. Gomez especially has been cruising. He's been chilling. You see that second goal, yeah? If you yeah. look at Gomez, at not one point did he look behind him to see. Yeah, yeah, there's poor. There's poor. There's poor. He's in no man's land. He didn't, I don't know. It ended up in no man's land. You can't tell me you're telling me Matip needs to come over. When no, I'm not saying Matip needs to come over. I didn't say Matip needs to come over. You know what I'm saying to you? Matip needs to set situation. Matip should be picking up Dominic Calvert Lewin. Any crosses come in, yeah, you understand. I'm taking the, the the best header in this team because you know you you play Gomez week in week out. You know you ain't good in the air. Oh, use, your, like, use your brain. That's what I'm saying. That's, that is that is ridiculous, bro. That is what you're What's saying. What's ridiculous about it? Is absolutely mad. So you're telling me in the middle of a game, in the middle of that two second period, they need to switch. Just no, I didn't tell you that exactly. Yeah, but I just told you that. No, I didn't say in the middle of the second period. I'm saying to assess the situation, you should have been moving and understanding. No, I need to be market Calvert Lewin. Where Calvert Lewin no, is. No, 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 you need to no. be. Yeah. Gomez. Why are you marking Richarlison? Go- you because the fact he's in his zone. That's his man. That's, 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 that's in his area. You haven't got the speed. Talking about. That's his oh, man. You haven't got the speed to keep up Richard Charleston. So common sense would have been, you know what? My man needs to be Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I say, but he's not a leader. That's what I'm saying. He's not a leader. Any, any, anyone with real sense needs to lead and lead your team. No, listen, I'll pick up that guy best in the air. It's a simple. No, no. It's a simple. No. It's a simple. No. Why would you pick up someone that you can't keep up with? Sorry, sorry. That's, that's Why ridiculous. would you keep up someone you can't keep up with? Damn, that's ridiculous, man. Okay. It's ridiculous that you keep you try you try and mark someone that's quicker than you. No, that's ridiculous, bro. That's ridiculous. Okay, well, boy, I, Sorry, I, I, I don't understand how you find it ridiculous. So we are, we are, we are, we are low on centre back options to <laughs> to put it mildly. <laughs> um, it looks like the first choice centre back pairing going forward is going to be. It's going to have to be not even by choice by necessity. Matip and Gomez going forward um, with Fabino filling in for it now really um, I mean we had a we talked about this before it's on video it's, it, it is on the Touchline Frackers YouTube channel there's another plug there for you to go back and watch watch the segment that we did in terms of us not signing a fourth centre-back um, how, how do you guys feel about that in terms of developing that Matip and Gomez partnership over the next few months until we get to January more than anything where we're, we're going to have to we're going to have to buy whether it's a makeshift centre-half that we can bring in and uh, possibly flog on at a later date or we just splash the cast on someone we've been looking at for, for a long while Fahi I'll come to you on this one how are you feeling about the centre-back partnership going forward and having to possibly use Fabino there a lot more often than he is in midfield um, I mean don't feel good about it but you know this is what we have to deal with Um this, this is what happens when you decide to 
start a season with three centre backs and two of them, well, one of them is definitely injury prone. So yeah. you've kind of left yourself in a position where you, you know you're you're kind of gambling, and that that's what we've done. We've gambled yet again. Um, nothing is easy at this club for some reason. We we don't like to protect ourselves. We we just like to kind of hit and hope, and you know hope that passion gets us through. So I, I wasn't happy in the start of the summer, but but like I said on Saturday, even if we had a fourth choice centre back right now, if we had signed a Quebec, if we had signed a Ben White, how comfortable would we have really felt right now? I don't feel as if I would have felt that comfortable if a Quebec was fourth choice right now. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, ultimately, I, completely, I completely get what you mean. I mean, especially yeah. with, I mean, how old's Ben White? He's like, what, 21, 22? 21, 22, yeah. I mean, and he's been playing well. He's been playing well. Yeah, yeah, he's right been now. playing really well. Um, but it's, it's different kind of fish, you know what I mean? The defensive responsibilities that you have playing for Brighton are completely different to what you have playing for Liverpool. I mean, look at Virgil. The crossfield balls and the switch balls that you can hit in terms of building the play from the back are absolutely sublime. It's a key for element sure. that you need to have. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I don't feel as if by having a fourth choice, I would have felt any better. And I don't think any of you guys would have felt that much better either. Um, Fabinho as a centre-back is absolutely fine. I don't worry about that. We've got enough options in midfield to deal with Fabinho at centre-back. I personally feel as if Fabinho has to be our leading centre-back moving forward. Because ultimately, we can't risk losing Matip and Gomez. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I yeah. don't want to play both of them every single game. We've got four games in the next 12 days. I don't Great. want to risk that. I've seen how these guys break down. I'd rather have a Fabinho, you know, kind of take up some minutes playing in centre-back. Train him up. Train him up. Play him. He was great against Chelsea. I'm sure he can continue doing the job. He's done it against Bayern Munich as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Successfully. Against Lewandowski. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So he can definitely do the job. Um, so I would train him up. He has to be a centre-back moving forward until Van Dijk is back or until we sign another centre-back in January. There's no point thinking about him as a midfielder right now. True. True. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, the the Matip-Gomez partnership, anyway, even when Van Dijk was there and they played together, it doesn't really thrill anybody or thrill me for a start. I don't think, that, I don't um, think they ever... Re- I'm not too sure they ever really played together. Ever, ever, yeah, it was the first game that started. It was the first game yeah. they'd done it, yeah. Because it was always yeah. Matip. It was either always Matip lover and... Yeah. Um, or <laughs> the, the immortal Ragnar Klavan was in and around at some point too, so... Yeah, but yeah, but and even if they're signing, I don't want to sign anyone for the sake of it. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know if Ben White's going to be the key because is he going to play? I don't know it's nothing also, about. It's about. also the fact that I mean, Billy uh, Brighton rejected about thirty million quid for him. Yeah, they're going to milk it. I know they're going to milk it for for even more. So yeah, yeah, but I'm with Fahi though. Yeah, I'm I'm on Fabinho um, playing there. He, he's got the intelligence as well. Like just the stuff I'm talking about, like understanding what's going on in the game. He can read the game. That's why he's in a six and he cuts up play. He's got that intelligence to understand and say, you know what? You go over there, go over there. Matip lacks that. So does good Gomez. in the air as well. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they lack it. That's why I need someone like that in the back. So that'd be good. Els? Um, well, it is what it is, man. What can we do, fam? We are, we are where we are now. So we just have to run with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Um, for me, Matip and Gomez will be my first choice just because they're natural centre-backs. Unfortunately, uh, Matip is made of paper, not even biscuit. Um, so that's going to be... We're going to see him play like one game a week up until January, possibly. 
then you're going to have Fabinho. Uh, uh, Fabinho was a defender before he turned into a midfielder. So, well, was so would you, so it's, with the massive thing, you, you're going to have to put in some, you're not going to have to put him on a minutes restriction, but it's going to have to be one game. It's going to be a week. Game a week. So he's essentially, essentially, Joel Massive is going to be a Premier League defender and not a Champions League defender, is what we're Basically, thinking. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 It's going to be like that. And I, I do feel Liverpool probably play Reese Williams a little bit. I think um, he's going to play a few games. I like him, but... It's it's different though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. League Cup. I mean, who do we play in the League Cup again? Exeter. Come for Exeter. Exeter, yeah. Oh, next one. Oh, but I didn't even... Oh, Lincoln, sorry. Lincoln, sorry. Yeah, Lincoln. No, let's yeah. not get twisted. We've, we've, we've seen Milner in defence. We've seen Wijnaldum in defence. We've seen Henderson in defence. They're probably going to play at centre-back at some point. Between what Aldo, and what, you know what? Wijnaldum at centre-back will not be bad. I mean, he's, he, he's five for eight, but he can do a job. He's physical. You know what I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> aerially, we're going yeah. to lose out anyway now. So, <laughs> so yeah, you've know, yeah. you got to deal even, with the situation. Even, even at attacking set pieces, I was thinking about it earlier on. I mean, Van Dijk was we're like the fourth, fourth highest goal scorer. And when oh, you've got Matty, what are you into now? Bro, I don't know. I have to send Alison up on every. We're going to have to work on the way we do set pieces moving forward because we've not got that threat anymore. Yeah, I mean, you look at the first goal from the weekend. It's the perfect example of why you why you pay the amount of money you do for Virgil Van Dijk in the first place because he organises those back lines perfectly. Yeah, um, and you can see no, 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 no one was picking up Michael Keane. Yeah, no, Fabinho just got beasted. Fabinho right. just got beasted. Didn't look at him. Didn't know him yeah. again. No, he just got beasted. Poor. It's just poor, bro. It's poor man. So, it's um, poor. Yeah, I think I think a lot of teams are going to go very direct now. Well, they're going to go very, very direct against Liverpool. So hopefully, I guess the one thing though, the one, the one thing I would try, um, I probably move Gomez to left side and centre back, play yeah. either Matip or Fabinho at right side and centre back, and yeah. at least then you're not having them just Trent solely try Roman. to attack Trent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That right hand yeah. side, it gets a little yeah. bit of pressure taken off it. Yeah. Um, you're probably going to say to Robertson, you can't bomb as far, far forward as you want. <laughs> now yeah. you have to be a little bit more conservative on that, but again, that's why you pay the money you do for for Thiago to kind of build up the play and build up the attack from from the midfield. Yeah. Um, we are more than likely going to have to sign centre back in December now because I thought we were going to try and sign. I, I, I'm fairly adamant we we're going to try and sign one next summer anyway, as I thought we were cash cashing on Joel Matip, um, whatever money in the bank contract you get for him. Um, any players that you've looked at in the past few days? Anyone that's caught your eye, or is it just the one man that we're, we're all? We're all Meccano, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that's who it is. That's who we're gonna get. So. <laughs> yeah, Dej the prophet, man. He came no, out a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big him up, but yeah, that that's that's hopefully who it's gonna be. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, even if you have to pay a little bit of uh, on top of the premium and you get him in a little bit earlier. You do it because you, you do need a top centre half, and as as we're seeing in football in general, the lack of top quality centre halves in general is appalling. So just pay it, get him in, whatever yeah, it takes. Yeah, yeah. The, um, oh, we've... and he's left sided. He's left sided, isn't it? I think he's left sided. Which you only got one of them, so that that'll be good to have him. Yeah, because it's can it's Canate that plays on the um on the right side of the centre back pairing. So yeah, get him in, man. If you can. Yeah, hopefully. I, I, ain't um, seen, I ain't seen a lot of him. I ain't seen a lot of him. Um, 
heard of reviews, but I haven't seen a lot of him. But as long as he's good enough to come into the first team and compete, I'm cool. If he's not, it's pointless. Nah, he's, he's, he's more than he's more than good enough to come in the first team. Um, in terms I don't know of, about kind of Bundesliga, mate, I'm not really I'm not really a fan of Bundesliga considering we've got Naby from there. Fucking hell! I'm not gonna lie, so mate. Ha, have you have you seen the defending in the Prem currently? Yeah, that, that's currently because no fan, but we're not used to that. But fucking hell, bruv. Naby Kane, we got robbed. We got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard to hear on you heard to hear first on Cop and Fracast. Robbed. Defending in the Premier League is powered by fans. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, Glam. I, I had to put that one out there. No, <laughs> you know what? Imagine you sign, bro. It is. I'm telling you. I've been telling you, mate. We don't lose at Villa seven two with fans. It's as simple as that. Yeah, it's true. We yeah. don't. No, Ooh, I, don't I, I don't know. You know what? You know what? Yeah. No. I, nah. You know. I don't know. No, man. I, 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 I saw us lose five one to Spurs. I saw us lose five one to Spurs with bare fans. So <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, but you're about, about Lovren, though, isn't it? Fucking hell, bro. You know, <laughs> We knew we yeah, knew the true. reason why, like, but nah, the, the, the fans thing. That's why the season's so open right now, because it's just it's training, isn't it? Some people just train. I think the extra pressure of fans, some people can't deal with, and teams and pressure, and some just. I mean, means back in the stadium now. Like, it's just like a training game. They're, they're treating these matches like training games, man. And, yeah, and yeah, this, this is my only criticism of us, by the way, against Everton. Just the way we kind of treat our chances. We just think, oh, yeah, it's, uh, we're going to yeah. get another chance. We're going to get another chance. Our fucking conversion rate is like 5%. Yeah, but you got I a thought... feel for them, though, guys. you got a feel for them, though. Come feel on, for man. what, you, man? They're, they're having 22 goal, shots a game. Imagine you're used to scoring a goal. Yeah, yeah. The crowd goes crazy. Now it's just birds chirping. Oh, matting, matting. I'm getting paid 120k a week. Matter, and birds bro. are chirping. Bus, I'm, so, I'm so upset. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> nah, man. We had like 22 chances on Saturday and we scored two goals. I thought chance creation from front three was actually quite. Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Bolin Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bolin Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to bolinbranch.com to shop their best deals today. That's b o l l and branch.com today. See site for details. Diabolical, by the way. That's, that's conversation. <laughs> conversation for another day. Um, yeah, yeah it's, and Salah needs to just start twatting stuff like he did for the. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, like stuff, man. Get some you try, it, it's, it annoys me so much when he tries to play things. I, I get yeah, what you're yeah, trying yeah. to do, but just no, nah, just twat it, bro. Just you know, put your foot through it. We saw yeah, you can do it because you had a He's coming on his left foot, then he's tried to bend him, like, bro. What we did on your left foot. Just put your foot through that, man. Very annoying. We come to the fun part. Of the- Fun part of the pod, and we're going to talk about injustices and VAR. So, who wants to who wants to lead the who wants to lead the conversation on the um, Virgil injury and the Pickford uh, butchering? Fahi or Anik? All right, um, Anik, you go. I've been speaking too much. All right, where do I start? You know, Saturday I was so upset, man. You know, the VAR call. Was it the VAR review, the ref's initial decision, what I saw on social media, what people were saying about the tie, the opposing captain, the local enemy scores the winner, and then that gets chalked off. 
you know, it's what the opposition fans wanted, a Van Dyke injury. It's just, oh, it all came to the fore and it was like proper, proper low moment. Um, you know, what, what can we say about VAR? You know, it's, it's supposed to come in to help the game. It's supposed to come in to make it fair. It done the complete opposite for us. You know, we got robbed of a victory. Fucked with no lube. Fucked. <laughs> be, 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 be honest, innit? We got fucked, man. Yeah, no, we did. We Twice. did. And, and, I, and I think the result, even, even, even if we lost, okay, it doesn't take away from the fact that the, the, the biggest thing coming out of the game was the Van Dyke injury. Yeah. And if he was injured, I don't know, defending a tackle or throwing himself on the line, then, okay, yeah, you can say, oh, that's fine. He's, he's, you know, he's doing it for the team. This guy was just marginally offside and he's just been scissor kicked. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a goalkeeper do that. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen a player do that. I don't know what Pickford was trying to prove that he's, he's a dominant keeper or whatnot. It was, it was a rush of blood and it completely took him out. And, and, and it's just blown everything open. Like, you know, we, we're, we're, we're basing the shits now because of some, some stupid error. It was a stupid rush of blood that Pickford's done. Um, and you know what? Like, at the time, we got nothing for it. Like, he should have been sent off. I mean, I don't know who sits on the refereeing panel. I don't know where um, VAR was because they, they, they should have looked at that and seen that it was, it was a clear-cut red card. Now... I'm not one to say, oh, yeah, look, he should, like, like Pitford could get the suspension. He could be banned or whatever. Like, it doesn't affect us if that happens or not. At the does, time... He, he does more damage to Everton if he plays, by the way. Exactly, so, yeah. More exactly, than happy yeah, for him to keep yeah, playing. Yeah. So, I think, I, I think it's just it's just one of those, like, I'll, you know, he should have been sent off in the game. You know, we would have got, we arguably could have got a penalty. And as far as he said, we would have been in, 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 in a stronger position. On reflection, we've we've come out of the game with what feels like a loss, um, and 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 a massive hole in our defence now. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty difficult to take, to be honest with you. All right, you know what? With, with this with the Van Dyke thing, accidents happen, in it. Bad tackles happen. That, that yes. that's football, isn't it? That 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 that's football. That that's that's what it is. Like, let's look. Let's look at Son Hyun Min on Andre Gomez, Bruv. It happens, man. It happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens. I, I, so I'm not even bemoaning Pickford for what he did. It's more the fact that nothing happened regarding it. Like there was no repercussion for that. That's what's pissed me off. So like the Van Dyke injury, that's football. It's a contact sport. That is bound to happen at some point to a player. Unfortunately, it was to one of our best ones. Um, but yeah, it, it was just a lack of lack of decision making from the ref. Um, some of them didn't even know the rules or what they could do based on that situation, which is mad. Like even yeah. I know that if, if if something happens outside a play, you can reprimand him. You can give him a card. Like I don't understand what's so hard to understand it. Um, so so that's what irritated me. And in terms of <laughs> Henderson's goal, I well that yeah. Um, let me, let me... <laughs> I can see your etiquette old already, so let me take this one. So, so I, I got I got a quick question on 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 the Van Dyke thing to, to ask you guys. So, when 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 Thiago got in, uh, when Thiago got tackled by Richarlison, we saw the reaction from Gomez, and we saw yeah. the reaction from a couple of the other players, and 
that might have influenced the referee's decision. Now, when when Van Dyke went down, like he's like, there's this not make any mistake about it. This guy's a trooper. Yeah, he got up, he walked around the whole length of the pitch to to come off. Now, I'm not saying that he should have done this. Now, I don't know what ACL injuries are like, but do you think that if Van Dyke just stayed just, down, just for context, just for context, by the way, when I did mine, I had to crawl off. <laughs> So yeah, the, fact that a machine. the fact that <laughs> he's walked off is insane. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, do you think that if Van Dyke was, I don't know, like stretched off, or you know, took his time getting off, or yeah, didn't or, or didn't just get up and just walk off the way he did, that might have changed the referees. Decision? I don't think it makes a difference. To be nah, honest, uh, nah. the only reason I don't think so is because there was plenty of time, a lot between, of time. Bet- between the the, incom- the incompetence from the officiating committee was so staggering that I don't think it would have even mattered. It made no difference, man. I, I, I literally think they didn't it. know. I don't yeah. think they knew that they could send him off. That that uh, Number one, I don't think Michael Oliver actually thought it was a foul. Even though it's in clear view of him. By yeah, the way. He didn't reg- it didn't register to him that, yo, that was a bad tackle. It, it didn't actually register and then VAR wasn't even looking at it properly. Like They were thinking about something completely different. And I understand what they were looking at. I get that. But there was another phase that had they That's also the had to look at, and they just exactly. didn't look at it. Yeah, exactly. You look at the second phase of play. I mean, you've seen someone just absolutely come out of nowhere, and like you said, scissor kicked him. Surely you just got to give a penalty just because, like, of your daftness. I just give a penalty. Could, could you just dumb? It doesn't even need to be a penalty. It just had to be a sending off because ultimately he was yeah. offside, didn't it? He was offside. Yeah, so it should but, be sending off. But, but even forget that. It's it's the yeah. it's the flip. It's the third goal. He wasn't offside. Bruv. I don't understand. They were my drawing head. lines. Bruv, they were drawing lines to show us he was onside. Bruv, the line, my, my the line that moves was behind the official defensive line. I, what is going on? I don't understand. I was so it's, bad. It's, it's, it's the things like, you're supposed to have an image, right? They're supposed to have an image that shows you clear as day that Mane is offside. I'd love to see the image. I'd love to see the image they saw. They came to that conclusion, and also the uh, fact that they're trying—they're trying to, you know, they're pulling out their protractors and all sorts of shit, trying to draw the lines. They're trying to draw a three D line essentially on a two D image, which is—it's impossible. You can't do it. It can't be done. And, but and the thing is that yesterday it used to be, oh yeah, give advantage to the attacker if he's if you, if you're not too sure about yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Give advantage to the attacker. That now you've got the VAR, you've you've taken something that's improbable and made it more impossible, which is which I do not understand how you can get. Last year we had a we had a decision with um, Firmino, and said it was off, offside by his armpit. So that all right, fair enough, since you can score your armpit. Now you're saying he's offside by what? His sleeve, his shoulder. So was it his sleeve? Apparently, yeah. People say oh, what else is it? It's I, not his I, leg. I can't it's be his sleeve. Because so because you can't play football with your sleeve. They're saying his shoulder is offside by his shoulder. We're what gonna problem? have to start wearing. We're gonna start wearing uh, kits like the old school Cameroon ones. You know when they have the best. Cameroon kits. The best. Start wearing that now. You know what I mean? But I was I was listening to some. I was listening to some. I was listening to something yesterday. Sorry, Glam. And he was talking about how they don't actually have the the technology nailed down for. The stuff like this, so they haven't got the relevant um, technology to slow the frame rate down to the point where the ball is literally um, off the uh, Tiago's foot. Yeah, 
to see where Mane is. So they can't slow it down. They can't get to the exact point of where it is. What's the point then? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. But no, yeah. going back to um, Annick's um, point, I, I believe the ref, they didn't consider Van Dyke challenge because they forgot the rules. And, and that's the only thing that can explain it. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Because if you see that, you know that's a red. Now, what the, the praise of play that they were looking at was the offside. And that is it. They didn't consider the Van Dyke tackle because they thought one cancelled out two. But they're not going to say that to save embarrassment. Do you see what I'm saying to you? That's the only logical thing I could come with to say you didn't send him off because you see that tackle anywhere in the pitch, anywhere, anywhere. It's a sending off. It's a sending off completely. Facts. But he just he just didn't consider it because they just thought it's that phase of play. But what I want to say in that quickly is that if, as you said, a whistle's blown and a player punches a guy or pushes a guy on the sideline, nothing to do with the field of play, the referee then looks at that and sends off a player. No? Yeah. So I don't understand yeah. how you could have done that with that. I just don't get it. And there's people in the studio. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. I, I think even afterwards, I mean, we've seen ex-players turn around and say, we've seen the officials turn around and say, oh, it was a mistake and it should have been changed. It's like, it just makes you think like, oh, what, what, what's going on over there? Can yeah, human error. Human error. Because <laughs> just I'm throwing us. Yeah, um, it's. I think it put into personification where we got two contradictory statements as well. One saying that they did check, and another one saying that they didn't check it. So yeah, like yeah, your house and getting house and all the lads. Yeah, and um, it's gonna happen to everyone, by the way. So oh, I'm looking mate. forward to when it happens oh, to Chelsea. Oh, oh, I'm oh, looking bro. forward to when it happens to Arsenal. Oh, I can't, can't wait. wait. I can't, can't wait. wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm feeling that, that was my next point. I was gonna say like you took the words right out of my mouth. I cannot wait until it happens to everyone. And yes, I will be there. Ha 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 ha! I will I will be there. I will be there, man. You know me. Can, can you do that laugh again? Now? Ha 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 ha! Lovely. <laughs> there's, there's the social clip done. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and and also it's everyone who's kind of doing the whole worries to me, um, Arsenal fans, on the band, like oh, oh Dog's the first oh, person. No, to get, I And the players that did the tackles got sent off. Like, who the fuck cares about Eduardo? The only reason we speak about him is because of that injury. He was never a good player. He was a fucking wow. great. But who gives so Jarvis? I don't care. Listen, every single time something <laughs> happens to us, these sneaky little Arsenal fans come in like, oh, but when it happened to us, no one said anything. <laughs> Shut up, man, you fucking weirdos. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good place. That's a good place to end it before we get called uh, touchy, touchy uh, on Twitter. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I completely agree. Boys, thank you very much for joining me this week on uh, this week's episode of Copper Fracas. Um, ran out of time to talk about the Ajax game, but we will have a post-match pod focused entirely on our game against Ajax tomorrow. That will be published on our Patreon page exclusively tomorrow evening, so stay tuned and sign up to that. Again, head over to www.patreon.com forward slash copper fracas and you can get access to that show and a whole host of other content from just as little as three to five pounds per month. And yeah, you know, love what we're doing. Go over there, support. But yeah, we will see you next week and have a safe week and be blessed. Good. Peace, Peace out. out. Generation on and more for the 19th.
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Sports Social Podcast Network.